my karaoke party the other day i wouldn't say i missed it brent yeah you missed it it was awesome oh yeah well i was uh, i Here's was what we did i was out celebrating we had a karaoke machine right yeah and we turned it on and we turned on the microphones and we picked songs and then it would play the music and have words on the screen are you just ex- you just explaining what karaoke is right now yeah because you didn't know what it was no, i'm highly aware of what karaoke well, is now you are yeah now you are now that i've explained it you're welcome Okay, now let's get on with the show. Th- thank you. Yep. My goodness gracious. No, I had my own set of July 4th fun with uh, oh, my wife's friends. Oh, you must have done a lot of drinking. No, wasn't allowed to. Oh, was it like fun just hanging out with other adults? No, it was all young people. But like young adults? No. Oh, like, like kids? Like teenagers from Wisconsin. So you did miss my karaoke party. Just by definition, you missed it. On the plus side, though, I did learn that folks in middle America still use the word gay as an adjective. Really? That is correct. I said, hey, why don't you guys watch this movie? Can't. Why not? It's gay. (laughs) That's a true story. Wow. Um, So what have you been up to, Brent? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, here's something you'd be interested in, okay? You tell me. Well, I don't believe you, but no. I'll keep going anyway. Let me start and tell you what it is, and then you I tell guess me if, if you're I have interested. To, if I have to start. The ESPN. ESPN. Body issue. Okay. Well, the body issue. The body issue of the ESPN the magazine. It's super hot. Like, you had, like, lots and lots of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hope Solo, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of um, uh, very athletic, beautiful people, both men and it's women. It's aesthetic- not sexist. It's aesthetically pleasing bodies right and again and they have to up the ante every year hey, Grant, i don't want to look at the dudes i just want to say that i mean even the really muscular like when they had gronk on there i think last year and i mean he's got that dude was too muscular wasn't he he was too muscular he was too big he was just too it made me uncomfortable it made me feel like less of a man but uh they have some very just beautiful looking uh female form as we say mm-hmm. and uh so what well, you say you got something you, cool here uh i think it will enjoy the cover yeah hold on. the cover of the magazine well, there are several covers. What are, you, um, what, are we, what are we bringing up over there? I'm bringing up the, yeah, I think it's the pod racing scene from episode one is what it sounded like. Oh, my God. And this is pod racing. Boy, they have really upped their game ever since uh, Disney bought Star Wars. This week on Razor Rent, Jake Lloyd. Oh my gracious. <laughs> uh, when are we going to get Darth Vader in the body issue now that it's all under one umbrella? These okay. are questions people want to know. Here we go. Yeah, so, right. uh, so what's up? up? What you got here? Feast your eyes on that. Oh my God! Yeah, what? Love it, right? Is, that's Prince Fielder. Yeah, he's totally naked. Mm-hmm. He's a big fat guy. That's horrifying. It's, wait, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna. How do I make it bigger? No, don't make it bigger. That way you can't. see. Well, I don't. Oh my God! That way you can just see his his butt. I don't. Just, <laughs> I don't want to see his butt. The worst part is that's after photoshopping. They made him look smaller, and he's still gigantic. Yeah, there's got to be a good, like, six inches they shaved off his tummy right there, right? At least. Minimum. 
Minimum. That's okay. Get, oh my god, take it. Get it out of my face. I, I don't want to see that. My computer could magnify it that. Why? Big. I don't want. A, that's. Hold on. I'm. Oh my god. I'm forward this to all your followers all on right. Twitter. I'm there just we go. Gonna, oh my god. I'm turning away. I eight, can't. Pe- eight other people now will have this on their Twitter. Now oh boy. You're gonna rip on me for not having Twitter followers. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you, sir? Um, okay. So Thank what do you, you think of this, Ray? It's huh? terrifying. I, nobody wants this. Okay, well if Is I, this like a troll? Okay, is ESPN trolling okay, the, the world? Imagine this, okay. That, oh just pretend God. like you don't know it's Prince Fielder. Okay. Okay. Now look at this. If I I don't want to see it again. No, but like cut off the part with his head and the bat. It doesn't it look like one of those like Bigfoot things? He's standing like in a Bigfoot pose. <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop that in the woods somewhere. Yeah. Oh my gracious! No, I don't want to see it. take it away. I what don't want to see it. I'm in the woods next time, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, Bigfoot with a bat, and he's like, nah, it's just me, Prince. Prince, oh, sing 1999. No, 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 Prince Fielder. Oh, cool. Okay, I gotta get back to my hiking. I don't even. I don't even know. I. Why would they do this? I don't know. Why would Prince Fielder go hiking and pretend like he's Bigfoot? No, why would ESPN oh. why would ESPN put put a big fat dude on the cover of the magazine for their body issue? They all know like that's the ESPN the magazine equivalent of the, their swimsuit issue, right? Ray, you size this pig. It's because big is beautiful. Thank you. Uh I don't want to see that. Here here's some other pictures I pulled up for you that are even bigger. It's not from the ESPN. This is from like what? some of my private yeah, oh look at that. I'd rather see pictures of my parents naked. Oh, okay. Hold <laughs> on. See Don't even tell me you got a full... Oh, my God. Where did you get that? There you go. That is right after you were conceived, Ray. Amazing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 55 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, Brent's terrifying me with pictures right now. I don't... Why would anybody want to see that? I, I'm going to keep asking the question because I can't, I can't even hypothesize in my own brain an answer. Okay. You have to do one of these two again. Tell me which one. Okay. See naked Prince Fielder again. Oh, that's low. Or see your parents naked again. That's lower. All right. Bring on Prince. Let's go ahead and... Oh, my God. It's still there. I f- uh, look at this one. I Photoshop your parents' heads on top of his butt. <laughs> How dare you? That, that is, way you can't see his butt. That is absolutely just your terrifying. parents' naked heads. Right now, I can think about both at the same time. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. Well, we just finished watching um, World Cup action. Yeah. Brazil, Germany, the game I couldn't wait for. Yeah. Well, hey, mm. you know what, Ray? Yee. Both of our teams came in as, you know, kind of favorites in the tournament. Because you picked Brazil and I picked Germany. That was one of my teams. Correct. Um, and so, you know, I don't think you have anything to hang your head over. I mean, they won the last 12 seconds of the game, 1-0. to zero. Well, we'll be talking at length about this game in a little bit. I'm just setting up the show right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Save your bits, Brent. Gracious me. We're also going to be talking a little bit about, um, okay, what's going on with this NBA free agency? And everybody's just kind of standing around. It's like a middle school dance out there. And everybody's just waiting for something else to happen. Yeah, is everyone waiting for like the hottest chick to get to get asked to homecoming, and then they're going to decide if they're going to ask? Well, there's them. like a hierarchy because then you got to see where you slot. It's like running backs in a fantasy football draft. Um, also, we're going to be talking about the leftovers, the new show on HBO. Mm. We have differing depend- opinions on that. I like leftovers. I like leftover pizza. S- yeah, 
It's always good. Except unless it has like fruit on it. My wife loves ham and pineapple pizza. Not good the next day. That's not pizza. Um, do you do you like pizza? If it, do you eat it just cold the next day, or do you always have to heat it up? I eat one piece cold and then I heat up the rest. Yeah, of it. that's that's what I do too. I believe that's what every normal human being it, would do. It feels kind of good, like the first piece going down cold. It kind of cools down your body. The fifth then... piece cold? No, not good. At that point, you might as well start eating the box. Yeah, forget about it. So yeah, we got a lot we're going to talk about this week, and <sighs> you still have Prince Fielder on the screen. Why? I took your parents' heads off so you can see his butt now. Boy, that's uh, you know what, and thanks for that, Brent. Mm-hmm. In any case, we have a show to get to, so let's go ahead and do it up after three seconds of Nana. So we just finished watching Brazil, Germany. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we cue the Price is Right trumpet on this one? <laughs> Brent, if you were to have a one tweet that encapsulated this game, what would it be? Um... Germany fans be all like, yay, and Brazil fans be all like, boo. And that one got what, 2,000 retweets? Um, close. Just 2,000 less than what you said. Okay, great. Yeah. So 2,000 less than close. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah, we uh, uh, final score for those who missed it, and how could you? This is going to be everywhere across the news cycles. Germany, seven. Seven. Brazil Seven. basically won. I don't think it's fair basically that, zero, that Germany was playing American football and got to score touchdowns. <laughs> it was weird when they took the extra point after they uh, they ran right? it in, yeah. They had to they had to put an upright up there. <laughs> and was there a part of you that kind of just felt bad when uh, Brazil scored with uh, 12 seconds to go? I think Do you feel ripped off by that point like I just want to shut out at this point. No, I I feel like it's even more shaming to they kind of give you a like like somebody else, a courtesy goal, a courtesy or a pity goal at the end. It's like a courtesy flush. Yeah, I just destroyed your bathroom, but here's a second flush. Just, to, just you know, to say I'm a nice guy. Hey man, sorry we destroyed you. Did you. Oh, did you just? I turned my back for just 12 seconds. Oh, and, uh, I guess there's the ball, but I guess I don't see it, and the goal is wide open. Oh, you scored a you goal. Guys, why'd they let you let them run down the pitch? Unmolested. Oh, Penn State. Anyway, <laughs> well, that was off color. Speaking of off color, holy crap! So, what? How do we even begin talking about this thing? This is this thing was a debacle to end all debacles. I mean, to be fair, Brazil was playing so bad that Germany asked for its Nazis back. Wow! Hey, everybody. <laughs> You know, the only way this game could have been more entertaining is if they had been just playing that When the Children Cry by White Lion over all the sad Brazilian fans' shots. Yee. To be fair, I mean... When the children cry, let them know. <laughs> I was actually thinking you just... I, somebody has to make this compilation video. So you had a bad day, <laughs> taking one down. You play a sad song just to turn it around. Uh, so was, what was more? What was more I fun was watching? Worried. I just got a. Th- I yeah. just got a uh, a text. Brazil got beat so bad that they've already been eliminated from the 2018. World oh Cup. no, yeah. that's terrible news. Yeah. Did you enjoy the pictures of the children crying more or the women crying more? Which one filled your heart with more trolley uh, goodness? The, the ones that were women, children, the girls crying. That was the, no the kid, <laughs> the the boy, the chunky Brazilian boy with. With the, the trunky coke. Brazilian boy with, with the, the coke. coke. Oh, have a coke and a smile and forget the fact that yeah. you just got your... Why does my coke taste butt so you? salty? Yeah. 
You could see the fans in the stands. They were just like, dude, must be raining because men ain't supposed to cry. You know, it's interesting. You Mar- saw this. I told you about my buddy, uh, Neto, who's, uh, you know, of Brazilian descent. And he was really kind of torn about whether he should really even be cheering for the team because of yeah. all the... Well, there's a whole political side to yeah. this where uh, hosting... And they're hosting the Olympics in two years, so this is part of that deal. But um, essentially, a lot of working poor people got bulldozed out of their homes and just being like, well, you don't have this home anymore. Sorry. Yeah. And there's uh, a lot of that going on and a lot of just police state actions, and, and, and it's really kind of a rough place to be right now. I remember that was when we were watching the game. I was like, oh, I bet you all the uh, Brazilian fans will just go home at halftime. And I was like, oh, wait. They don't have any homes to go home to. Now I'm just sad. Yeah. There was a happy thing that happened, though. It was right after uh, Germany scored their sixth goal, and they started like showing like that graphic with the goals scored on either side. They finally had to switch to goal scroll technology. They're like, we didn't even know that existed. We didn't even know that existed. It was also like, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, what about the guy who just scored? And it went, boop. And I was like, oh, it does work. They had a contingency plan. Who knew? So there's some dude, like, watching. He's been watching these games for 15 years now. And then when that happened, he's like, booyah, I finally get paid. They used it. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about if you're that drunk guy sitting in uh, um like a drunk uh, Germany fan, mm. Germany fan, German fan, they both work. If you're, let's say that you're that guy at the bar who's just started drinking at like 7 a.m., he's like, I'll tell you one thing about Germany and Brazil. Germany's so much better than Brazil. They'll win by at least minimum six goals. You know, and, he, and then, and he's right. And now, mm-hmm. you, and now he's like, yeah, it's right. I know soccer. Woo! See, I told you. I said it and I mean it. I'm always right. Why'd you cut me off? See? I bet you. I bet you you better bet. Uh, dude, I didn't even take that bet. No, you owe me a dollar. You better bet your life. Yeah. I love the who. No one likes the who. The who? Who? Somebody let an owl in here. Hey, everybody. Oh, my goodness gracious. And uh, could you believe they allowed injury time at the end? That was maybe to me the most galling thing about the game was the fact there was no injury time at the first half because it was 5 nothing. End of the game, Brazil just scores with, like, two seconds to go. And they didn't just blow the whistle right there and be like, no, go on out there, guys. Play another minute or two. Your shame is not yet concluded. Please get out there. Make your countrymen sadder. Okay, here's something funny. You know what the biggest... May as well start. The, the biggest hashtag trending on Twitter right now is things more likely than Brazil war- winning the World Cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you got stuff like Beth dating Daryl. Walking Dead. No, 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 because he died in a motorcycle The Hornet accident. signing LeBron. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> My Muslim parents smoking crack weed and having a massive piss up in the back garden. That's... I don't know. Tragic. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't seen Brazil look so bad since Terry Gilliam directed it. Can I just go ahead and put that out there? Monty Python reforming everybody. Ooh. And then somebody from Brazil said, when your country have more tittles than Brazil, you can use this hashtag. I don't even know what a tittle is. Maybe he misspelled Skittles. Maybe they're just hoarding them down there because they want to taste country the rainbow. Have more skittles than Brazil. Well, sorry, then we can use it. USA has the most skills. USA, 
USA. USA. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, maybe losing one to nothing to Germany, not so bad. Hey, world media, remember when you made fun of us for losing to Germany one nothing and we advanced anyway? So, by the way, when uh, Germany ends up winning the World Cup now, we will be named as the runner-ups because we had the closest game against them, probably. Um, assuredly, except yeah. for that draw that they had. That doesn't count. That's not a win or a loss. Oh, it doesn't count? Because if we had gone to a draw you know, overtime, Ghana, no. they would have lost 3 nothing. It would have won 3 nothing in uh, extra time. Well, they would have played extra time in the 1-1. Yeah, and they would have won by three goals. But they did In extra time. Yeah, because Ghana wasn't good enough. We beat Ghana. Hey, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? The worst part about the game is once Brazil gave up like one, maybe two goals, they just, they just quit. They just quit playing defense. And it was just, then it just turned into like a fat. It looked like one of those basketball games where this team's just superior teams just fast breaking on you, just dunking over you. That's what it looked like. It was like the defense of an all-star NBA weekend. Just something not seen very often. I mean, I actually thought to my untrained, you know, I'm not going to say I'm a deep soccer fan, yeah. but to my untrained eye, Brazil for the first 15 minutes looked like they were hanging with them. Nice crisp passing, uh, not you know, not any real things. Then as soon as Germany got that first goal, I don't know exactly what happened in the mindset of the Brazilians, but it was just like that's it, we're done, and they just stopped playing until it was five nothing. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's almost like it, it reminded me of. Um, I don't mean to like just poop on your team, Ray, but a lot of the Detroit Lions. Okay, it reminded me of like a lot of the Detroit Lions games. They would be ahead. And then uh, Matthew, I see, I see Stafford, where you're going with this. Matthew Stafford's uh, Cocoa Puffs sugar crash would happen <laughs> in the fourth quarter. How dare you? And he would just just lay there like a. It's different a though, big because old thing of gelatin. Brazil's just, a team of champions, <laughs> and my Lions, I mean, are a team that as soon as something breaks the wrong way, everybody just sort of looks at each other like, "Uh oh, here we go again." And it's like Brazil did that, but that's how Brazil and did. It was totally after, out of character. After they got down two nothing, that's what Brazil turned that's into. Exactly that's exactly what that's they my did. Point. That's what I was no, saying. No, they they got to that point where all of a sudden the one bad ref call that happens. Typically, that's what it is, or like the really bad interception, pick six, or whatever ends up going down. And then all of a sudden, ooh, ooh we in trouble. That's it, folks. Can't stop this one now. Even if we're up by ten points when it happens, no stopping this freight train. But Brazil's a team of champions. I mean, yeah, they, they had not been playing great up to this point. And a lot of the pundits, pundits, a lot of the fondant cake mix, no. A lot of the pundits out there had been communicating and saying constantly, like, Brazil does not look like the same Brazilian team. I mean, when your, your team's led by a guy named Fred. Fred. I like Hulk. I like Dante. What's up with Fred? Fred yeah. got yanked from that game. Anything you want to say? Or I'm just, just trolling a Brazilian fan on Twitter right now. He's he's pointing out like all the World Cups that they have, you know. So I'm just going to tweet back at him. Hey, I think Germany just scored again. I don't know. <laughs> you know the thing about uh, the fan bases that have to tell you. What, what what can you tell me? See if you can answer my question. If a member of a fan base that's had a lot of success is telling you how many championships their team has had in the past, mm-hmm. what does that tell you? That they're not very good right now. That they're not winning right now. <laughs> Sorry, Brazil. Sorry, Lakers. Sorry, Yankees. Sorry, Canadian. Your teams aren't very good, and they haven't been lately. So I go just, ahead. And I just trolled this 12-year-old kid. Glorify it's the no past. Uh, Brent, that's par for Twitter course for you. What are you talking about? So what did you did you just say? We Germany just scored again? Maybe he's 14. I don't know. Oh, but he's French, so who cares? Is he French? No, he's, he's Brazilian. 
He's standing in front of the Eiffel Tower in his Twitter picture. Well, yeah, I, I don't know anybody that goes on vacation to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, you only do that if you're French. Yeah, if you're in France, that's oh, when you oh, stand in front of the Eiffel Tower. I get it. He used to be standing in front of that Rio de Janeiro Jesus in his Twitter profile picture, but he's so embarrassed by this loss today, he wants people to think he's French. Yeah. That's how bad it's gotten for Brazilian fans, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Yee. Yeah. But to talk about this now, and a game aside, because there's really not much we can say about this game other than our dumb puns, because it was horrendous. It was just, just a blowout. The game happened, and then it was over quick, and then it got worse, and then it got worse, and then it got worser. It's so, like you wish they could have just at halftime said, okay, nice try. All right, let's all go home, guys. What's the biggest blowout you can remember from two teams who were supposed besides the Super Bowl from this past year? I mean, a lot of people are drawing uh, similarities between the Broncos and Seahawks. Um, and my sour grapes, I did it on Twitter, and then I see somebody who posted like minutes or 10 minutes or a half hour after I did, getting retweeted 2,000 times, yet I did it frist in my mind. Because I'm a terrible. You didn't do it right. Terrible person. Yeah, I didn't didn't do it. I wasn't famous when I did it. That's why. That's how I didn't do it right. Yee. But um, Seahawks Broncos obviously is an example of two teams that seemed like very up there, and then you know talent wise, and then it just the game started. It was over. Uh, I'll go first. I mean, I'll just say right now that uh, Red Wings Avalanche from back in the '90s or even early 2000s, I think it was maybe 2001, 2000. Gosh, I should look this up beforehand. But the Red Wings and the Avalanche playing a game seven. Every game was like a one goal game, two to one, one nothing, two to one, back and forth, most highly contested series. I took the entire day off of work. It was like a Friday night or something. I ordered pizza. I got a six pack. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm just like, I am going to enjoy the heck up out of this game. Win or lose. Oh my gosh, what a great. And the Red Wings scored a goal early on, and then they scored another one, and they, and they were up three, like 3 nothing at the end of the first period, and the entire game was over. Red Wings won that game 7-1, to one, oddly enough, and it was just one of those, you just sit back, and I was almost disappointed. My team won, but there was a part of me that just felt dead inside. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think you have to go, I mean, it's, ha- and I think for me, one that happened really recently the San Antonio Spurs just rolled the Miami Heat. They in the sure finals. did, and a lot of people predicted, "No, it's still going to be the Heat. It's their champions are still you." Who would say that? So, well, you did, but I'm not just talking oh, about you. Oh, my a bad. A lot of people did. Yeah, what are the odds? A lot of people. Um, and even I wasn't sure. You know, I thought that San Antonio had a better team, but I thought also, you know, how it is the the team with the best player usually gets crucial calls. Thing is, San Antonio blew them out. They handed their Butts to him, yeah. So easily that the the refs didn't even matter. Yeah, it, it, it's, like in the game today, if it would have been close, Brazil would have got a call. It's one of my favorite quotes. I believe it's from either Chauncey Billups or Rip Hamilton from the 2004 Pistons. I'm glad it's one of your most famous quotes, and you don't know no, who said it. I like the quote. I doesn't mean I know. It was one of those guys. I think it was Rip Hamilton though. And they asked him, and they said, um, "Aren't you worried about your lack of superstars on this Pistons team? I mean, who takes the last shot?" And the quote was, "If we're up by 20." It don't matter who takes the last shot. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, that's yeah, what happened with the Spurs? I'm still kind of disturbed you didn't know who said the quote because I know my favorite quote is "Yes," and that's from, of course, Seinfeld season four, George Costanza. And somebody asked him a question, and he asked no question, and he said yes. That's a great quote, Brent. Yeah, thank you. Wow, <laughs> take a long time to memorize that one. Well, at least I know who said it. Well, Newman. Oh wait, or was it George Costanza? I don't know. You're right, Ray. Hey, here's the deal. If the quote is strong enough, it doesn't matter who says it. Yeah. To be fair, no, every... Wait, Marv Albert. That's who it was. Yes! Yeah, now I got it. Not Daniel Bryan? No. Pro wrestling superstar? No. Yes! 
No? No. I'm pretty sure it was. Wait a minute. Was it Daniel Bryan? It was actually Daniel Bryan. Gosh, dang it. He also said my earlier quote about the Pistons. Oh. In fact, every quote ever attributed, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, is that the guy from the, the, the King of the Wild Frontier and used to have a coonskin cap? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes! <laughs> oh, my gracious. All right, well, we lost this segment. So we're going to go ahead and move on. we got to talk a little NBA free agency, right? Blah. Yeah. We'll do it anyway after yeah. three seconds of Ludwig von Beethoven. be a whinier bunch of athletes in the entire world that just are me 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 first look at me look at me i need attention than our modern nba i don't think so i'm trying to think no maybe wide receivers in football but it's like the nba is an entire league of wide receivers from football yeah look this whole nba free agency is just getting dragged out so much it's terrible like, there's no loyalty anywhere anymore. I mean, I know we've, we've joked with, with, for free agency for years. It's just, man, it's the name on the front of the jersey, not the back. Ooh, you got you to gotta go with the team because the players are so interchangeable these days. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, and it's, you're right when you said earlier, it was like, it's like a middle school dancer. Like, nobody wants to go ask anyone to dance, and they're waiting for someone to make the first move. And Why will no one show me any attention? Like, you know, if Chris I have attention, Bosch. I'll dance with you. Chris Bosh, just make a decision. Don't wait for LeBron. Make your own decision. Go to Houston Especially if you want to go to Houston. Especially because it doesn't even seem like he's his decision has anything to do with LeBron's decision. I mean, he looks like he's going to Houston, right? I mean, that's where all the signs are pointing. I, but I think if... I think that's where you're wrong, maybe. Because if it had nothing to do with LeBron, then he would have just made the decision by now. But since it has something to do with LeBron, that means well, that he's waiting for LeBron. Check that, though. It doesn't have to do with where LeBron goes. It has to do with what LeBron sets the market at. What all these other NBA players right now are waiting for are these top guys. Uh, I hate to say Carmelo's a top guy because I, I don't even think he's that good. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's on the way down, isn't he? He's, he's past the apex They're all of his on the career. way down. I mean, LeBron's, LeBron's in his prime still. LeBron's probably at his prime still. But, I mean, Dwayne Wade is on his way going down. Bosh probably is right around where he's going to be. But, yeah, Carmelo, yeah, I mean, they're all the same, like, they're, they're all the same NBA experience. So, yeah. who, who can really say? But uh, Carmelo, I've never seen is that good. He's like he's just like Allen Iverson. He'll score a bunch of points, make it about himself, and then never win poopy. Right. But like LeBron and um, Carmelo are going to be setting the market. They're going to be saying how much money people are going to be making, and then everybody else is going to be making money off of that. The only free agents that are signing right now are these guys only going to be making a couple million dollars a year for two-year contracts. The guys that, you know, they're going to make the same regardless of what the top guys go for. Yeah, I mean, I think at some point, like, let's say – Let's take Chris Bosh. He's already won Please. his championships. He's won two championships. He's, two championships. He's got nothing more to prove He's to nobody. He's taking less money than he could already. So to me, I think you go somewhere else and you take the max money if they're offering you the max money. Does he go to, like, Minnesota? Go back to Toronto? No, they're offering him, like, max money in Houston, like $20 million a year. I thought they were only offering him, like, 16 And No, I think 16 is what he would get if he ended up going back to Miami. That's, that's I mean... Fair I mean, we'll see what happens when he signs the contract. That's, yeah. that's what I've heard. But they just signed Dwight Howard to a max deal, and uh, James Harden's got to be up there as well. Mm-hmm. So there's just, where's the money going to come from? Is this going to be those three guys? And who's going to pass them the ball? Because they're talking about dumping Jeremy Lin in order to sign Chris Bosh. Well, yeah, did you see the whole thing where they, they put the hard sell on Chris Bosh and... They had a picture of uh, Chris Bosh outside of the, you know, on the, the 
the video board outside of their stadium, outside of their uh, arena, and it had him wearing Jeremy Lin's number. <laughs> oh, I did not Because they that. wear the same number. Oh, gracious. You know what they should do is they should try to sell him by putting a picture of him on the side of the stadium, not holding the ball. Because that's what he'll look like if they dump Jeremy Lin and sign him for him. No one's there to give. James Harden can't pass the ball. Dwight Howard can't pass the ball. We know Chris Bosh can't pass the ball. Yeah, they should have a picture of those two guys shooting, the other two guys shooting, and then him just holding money in his hands. <laughs> just <laughs> holding two, like, cartoon bags of money with the dollar <laughs> signs on the outside. Guys, take care of this. I got I to gotta, I gotta deposit this money. Or him dunking one of those bags with, like, a reverse jam. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Okay, so you, you honestly think that LeBron is really thinking about going back to Cleveland. I do. I think so, too. I mean, I, honestly, if I look at the potential of the two teams, I feel like Cleveland has a, has a young roster that they could keep together for a while, and Miami's just going to be like a year-to-year thing still because, you know, Dwayne Wade may not be healthy. I don't know if Dwayne Wade's ever going to be the same player again. Yeah. But he's got so his, if you don't have Dwayne Wade as a healthy player, it's not yeah. a big three. It's a big two, if that, and even Chris Bosh is, you it's a know. a big one. Yeah. It's a big one in Miami, and that's it. That's not what he's looking for. I mean, granted, I think what he would like to do is, and again, I've hypothesized before, but go back to Cleveland where they've just gotten <clears throat> three out of the last four number one overall picks in the draft. <clears throat> Nothing shady happening there. So this is a young, up-and-coming, quote-unquote, talented team. What they did with those picks, again... Pure what, luck, Ray. Pure luck. Yeah, pure luck. What they've done with those picks is not exactly maximize their opportunity. But that being said, he still feels he owes Cleveland something, but he might go to the Bulls. But why would he go to the Bulls when Jordan's already been there? I mean, we've talked about this at you length a little go. bit you, before, if but... If you're a superstar, you can't go to Chicago unless you were drafted there because then you're following the footsteps of Jordan. My big thing with LeBron is where, do, where can he go? Like what? What even? I mean, what? The, what? What's reasonable? The going only, back to the Heat is reasonable. Going back to the Cavaliers is reasonable. I think blank. Le- yeah, I think LeBron thinks either I'm going to be this guy who I'm going to have this lasting legacy in Miami and continue to try to win championships there, but or he's not going to anymore. Or I can go back as the conquering hero. I can undo a wrong and make it a right, and I can own two teams or two cities. I can basically own the fan bases of two cities. Here's the deal. If he has something, if he has something called the decision part two, I guarantee he's going to Cleveland then. <laughs> he has to. Because that he? would just be like the big, you know, I hero move. I want the big middle finger, though. Taking my talents right back to South Beach. Yeah. Dun, 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 bum, 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 bum. What would be worse? Uh, him going back to South Beach, or what if, you know, what if he went to just like uh, Cleveland's rival? What, Detroit? Yeah, Detroit. I mean, it kind of would be. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't hate it if LeBron James came and played for my Pistons. I'm just saying, wouldn't that make Cleveland even more mad? Never going to happen. Never in a million years going to happen. But uh, who knows? Maybe maybe him and Stan Van Gundy have a relationship. If you're a superstar, you can't go to Cleveland because then you're following in the shadow of uh, Vinny the Microwave Johnson. You're following in the reverse shadow of Bill Lambeer. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Who got out of Cleveland to come to Detroit and win championships. Um, what about Carmelo Anthony? Are the three teams being talked about are the, the, the Knicks. I don't why is everybody Bulls, offering him all this money? I don't understand. He doesn't it. play defense. I don't He doesn't pass the ball. No, he does not. He's a D bag. He is. His wife is hot. I assume. Yeah, she is. He he remember when he B slapped that guy and then ran off the court? I'll never yeah. forget that. And then hid behind his teammate and ran off the court backwards. Okay. This is not a this is not a great NBA player. I this is just like one of those things where you're like I, I don't know. I feel like in two years everybody's gonna be like 
Yeah, this was a terrible signing. He was on his way down. But right now, everybody's saying it's great. Remember when Allen Iverson was uh, got traded to Denver from Philadelphia, and he wasn't particularly good there, and then he got shopped around more, and then he got traded to the Pistons? And every, Just like you said, every, he was clearly on his way down, and every place he went to, he didn't get along with anybody because he was a D-bag. He couldn't play anymore. Now, I think Carmelo still got some left in the tank, but not enough to win a championship well, unless it's being forced he's on not, him. He, he's not going to be the main player on a championship team because he does not play defense but he has to be paid like the main player on a championship and team. therein lies the problem ray bum, 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 bum. i don't know i don't get it i don't get it i mean <sighs> where does he go though i mean i think he probably just goes back to new york well the three you, you break it down like this the knicks is where he's already at i would they can love it if him. he came to the lakers that would be it would make it so much easier to hate the lakers hilarious well, look if he goes back to the knicks he can get offered the most money there mm-hmm because I don't think he's going to win anywhere he goes. If he goes to the Lakers, he gets to play with Kobe and be in the media market and basically like live out his West Coast dream because mm-hmm. he's already lived out his East Coast dream. Fantastic. And if he goes to the Bulls, they have the best chance to win a title, but he, him going to that team immediately tanks all those chances. How does he even go to the Lakers, though? I mean, they still have Kobe there for you know at least one more year. Those Two ne- more. Neither one of those guys share the ball. You can't just have the ball just die in two different no, no, places. No, no, no. They'll just get Steve Nash to pass it to them from his casket. Uh, and that's the other problem. Why would you go to the Lakers? They still have all that dead money in Steve Nash. Because he won't retire. Because it's Los he Angeles. He said, I want the money. I'm going to be honest. I want the money. I'm not yes. going to retire, even though I can't do anything anymore. Yes. That's because guaranteed contracts in the NBA are the devil. Uh, well, they could just amnesty Steve Nash as well. Let's just keep it real. But, um, but yeah, so... Carmelo, I think of those three teams, I think he does go back to the Knicks. I think he has that sit down with Phil Jackson. It just it makes the most sense because he is that guy. He would take the most money since neither of those other two places he can win. And it's not like New York is not a media capital. Right? I mean, doesn't that I make mean, the most sense? I think there's a little bit of a chance he could come to L.A. Just because you see the potential, at least, of making a run. But if you're Carmelo, you know how much easier the east is right now than the west i mean wouldn't you at least want to have a chance at getting to the finals and then take your chances does he wait to see if lebron stays in the east before he goes to the west he might i mean that's might be the thing everybody might be waiting for lebron well if, if lebron says where he's going then all of a sudden carmelo and bosh are going to be gone too within and hours probably and what does that do it strokes lebron's ego that's why he's in no hurry mm-hmm. oh is everybody waiting for me oh i'm gonna go take a shower yeah, but when, you know? is, when is he? I mean, be honest though. When has LeBron shown that he has the penchant for like having the attention on some? Like he has he ever done like some kind of thing where he's he's held the entire country captive and made them watch a certain TV show to see who's? Oh wait, he did that. Yeah, I'll have to ask Jim Gray because I'm not sure about the answer to that question. Uh, so we'll be right back to talk a little pop culture after three seconds of David Hasselhoff. My name is Pingle. Come on, dance to the beat. Easy if you try, just watch my feet. Let's all be happy and have some fun. Let's count to ten and start with one. HBO, without Game of Thrones, what's left? Well, True Blood, Riley Smith show. We gotta True Blood plug that leftovers, leftovers. Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley is fantastic. I just finished watching that season one. Your 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 friend, your good friend, the guy who was best man at your wedding, Martin Starr. Fantastic on that <laughs> man. On that that show. would be awesome. Martin Starr's the best yeah. man at my wedding. <laughs> but uh, fan- everybody's fantastic. Kumail's fantastic on that show. Martin Starr, um, the guys who are less famous but are all the main people on the show. I love them all. Like I really like that show a lot. But you know what I didn't like, Brent? What the leftovers? Why not? We were just talking about this off air, which led to this segment. 
Not that anybody needs to know that, but now you do. I did not much care for the leftovers. I watched I watched the first episode. Did not hook. Did not hook me. What? I mean, I know it was a... Why did you like it, I guess, is a question I would say first. Well, I'm not going to s- proclaim it as the, the, like the best new you series You were telling of me the it's year. the best new series of the year. Name with the word left in it, yeah. Um, but... Oh, you hear about the Left 4 Dead um, series that's actually coming out later this no. year based on the video is that games? Real? Yeah, it's going to be... It's so... You're not even right about that. Hmm? No, I'm just kidding. That's not an actual thing. Anyway, keep going. Well... I just think it's too early to judge it, and I think it's there's a lot of setting up going on. We don't know what the heck's going on in the show, and there's a lot of weird stuff. I think it's a it's a, a very interesting, uh, you know, it's a great premise. Premise, very interesting premise. I that's why I watched it in the first place. I said, okay, there's like crazy cults going on. Yeah, basically the premise of the show is if you haven't you know, if you haven't watched it or you've seen the commercials, basically like two percent. Two percent of the world just disappears. They don't like you know they don't die. They just disappear. They're just gone. And their clothes. And they're gone. Just and poof. their clothes are gone. Everything. Gone. They so get raptured. In the present day, it's three years later. Yep. And the world's we're dealing moved on. with we're dealing with the aftermath of that. How do people deal with that? What what new, you know, religions or cults or attitudes have, have cropped up because of that? What does the world look like when two percent of the world's population suddenly vanishes? And mm-hmm. and like what does that mean spiritually for people? And I think some of these aspects are very, very cool, but there's just certain things like this. There's a teenage, like, like hardcore, like, sex cult that, of nihilism that just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It just Love felt, it. It felt very gratuitous and unnecessary. There's the weird what do you people. Mean gratuitous and unnecessary. What do you mean? <sighs> they didn't show anyone nude or anything. So what's gratuitous about it? They didn't, but it just it didn't feel at all real to me. No part of it actually felt like this is how real human beings would act. It felt fake. No part of it felt like how actual human beings would react to something or even act in the first place. It just felt fake. What it felt was was some like Hollywood writer having some sort of weird fantasy world where he wanted it to be true and You're then right, he wrote Ray. it. And what real world would someone write a sci-fi novel and then all of a sudden start a religion that a lot of people follow in Los Angeles called Scientology? It happened already. So it's totally plausible this what you're saying. This is completely different from the Scientologists. You, the thing you just who described. Who are lovely people, might just, I add. Sure. You just described almost the same thing, though. Not even a little bit. What are you talking about? So I, didn't, I just didn't think that scene was believable. And I didn't understand why it's that one. It's just like how Scientology started, if that's what you're saying. Why that nihilist teenage girl character, um, who's the daughter of the cop, why she was even there in the first place when she didn't even want to be there. And it was just weird and gross. Well, teenage kids, man, they they're indecisive. They mm. don't know about things yet. Yeah, it was. Maybe we'll find out later, Ray. Patience. Didn't. You're not a. Pa- you know what? You know who would make a terrible Jedi? You. You. No patience, you have. My gracious, I have patience, but it was it was a very slow moving. No patience, you have. A very slow. Already declared it. Declared it. I have. Yes, you have. Thanks, Yoda. Terrible Jedi, you would be. Anyway. Gracious. <laughs> the pace was extremely slow. They didn't reveal a whole heck of a lot of anything. It was a very slow burn. That's right. And I didn't really feel like the ending like like left me wanting more. <laughs> it just sort of left me it the whole thing left me feeling flat at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Even the cigarette smoking mute all wearing all white cultists are interesting. That's so weird though, isn't They're, it? It's weird. Like They're you're not allowed to talk, but you are allowed to smoke. All the time. No, you're in- apparently required to smoke all the time, and people, and you just show up places like the Westboro Baptist Church. Well, here's the deal: to Ray. get your butt handed to if you, you don't and like you that cannot cult, fight back. If you don't like that cult, they're not going to be around that long. 
I mean, they just smoke they all just, day. They smoke all day. Man, they should get... Maybe it's that they're not allowed to talk. They're just like, they smoke so much that they can't literally cannot talk anymore. Maybe the Surgeon General is going to take away this 2% of the population. Well, look, I'm not declaring it, like I said, as the best new show of the year, but I think it's very interesting. I thought it was a very promising start. And there were no main characters um, that really jumped out at me. There's the main cop dude. I love Justin Thoreau. I didn't really understand what Liv Tyler was doing most of the time on that show. She seemed to have multiple personality from scene to scene, where she's terrified of the cultists, and then she joins the cultists, and then she, like, slaps one and i'm i just it just didn't make any sense to me and you didn't i didn't love amy from judging amy amy brenneman oh is that who that was well the one that's in the cult the that's main silent. One. yeah yeah okay no i mean and and then there was like the cops not the cop but the other dude i can't even remember their names like i can't remember what they guys yeah, it's so weird that you don't know their names after one episode ray uh i know no who, patience you have i know who dr shepherd was after the first episode of lost Did i knew you, who john Locke was you had after to look the first him up last time lost. last time we talked about Lost, you had to look up who jack shepherd was no i did not get out of was, here that is not even close that to was not during being halftime of the soccer game today oh my gracious stop it you you no. said what's the big fat guy's name hurley jeez it's hurley What's his friend's name? It looks like Steve Buscemi. It's Frogert. I have to tell you everything. I don't. I did not remember Frogert. I'll See? have to say, Frogert's the one. Thank you for I making will give my you moral superiority for. But what did you like about the show? I Frogert, guess is my you question. Did not know. All, all I hear you saying is being like, "Well, I'm not saying it's great." Well, what did you like about right, it? It's one like you said. It's a slow burn. We're gonna learn things. Things will be revealed throughout the season. I'm not gonna judge it until we get further along in the season. But I did think I thought the cults were interesting. I thought the whole premise is interesting. I'm gonna see how it plays out. Could it be terrible? It could be, but I don't know yet. I'm, I'm so far. I'm still in. Well, you've seen two episodes, and I've only seen one. I've promised I did would you see a second one, episode. Did you think the first one was weird? The first episode was yeah. weird. Yes, I thought the second one was even more weird. Okay, because there's also the deal with you know the animals kind of dogs crazy. are yeah. coming. The dogs apparently got taken too, and they're coming back. And this dude's just mowing them down in the streets with a shotgun. <laughs> and at and first you're that, like, what a how jerk. Did those dogs. How do those dogs? They took down a deer. They took down a deer by the. I mean, they took down a deer that also came back after three years away. Shouldn't the deer be able to outrun the dogs? I don't know. That was yeah. That deer went down. That deer went down like Brazil, right? <laughs> yeah. But I just, I'll, I'll keep going with it a little bit. But about well, halfway halfway through the show, I found myself checking Twitter on my phone because I just wasn't engaged. Well, let's with for it. a few more weeks to watch it, and we'll do you know updates. And I'm probably gonna watch the whole season because that's how I am. But uh, and we'll keep giving you updates as long as you're watching it, Ray. Fair enough, and after that, we'll switch to something else. Maybe. That's the... Oh, yeah, because you know what comes back on July 17th? What's that? The Bridge! There's a 0% chance. Me and Ray, <laughs> weekly updates of season two of The Bridge! As little as I thought of The Leftovers, I thought The Bridge was ten times worse. That's the worst show. How did it get a second season? Because it's awesome, Ray. It looks awful. I saw the preview, like not the preview, but the promo for it, and it didn't make any sense, and it looked worse. First of all, it's got Monk's old boss, the guy that was Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Great. Ted Levine. Monk. Uh, Monk, you're going to have to go to the bridge. I hear there's a great big fat person down the there's bridge. There's a great big fat person on the bridge. Uh, Terrible. Okay, Sonia. Sonia Cross. Terrible. No, I would not. Oh, folks, do yourself a favor out there. Don't watch The Bridge. Uh, it's terrible. Season two of the delightful pairing of Sonia Cross and Marco Ruiz, played by Dan Kruger and Damien Bashir. It's amazing. I'd rather watch Martin Bashir documentaries than Damien Bashir on The Bridge. Not me. I'd like to watch The Bridge because it's awesome. Terrible. Although I am interested. I, I was thinking about going back and watching the. Uh, 
I think it's like a Dutch version of it that's that's happened first. The original one. Yeah. That might be good. You know why? Because it's not this one. <laughs> Gracious. Well, there's our pop culture roundup for the week, everybody. If there's any pop culture we're missing, hey, send us a tweet. Let us know. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll watch literally We'll talk anything. about it, and Ray will give a terrible opinion of it. Oh, my goodness. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Hogan's Heroes. I know nothing. Nothing. Well, I don't think we got too much more to talk about. I mean, we could nope. t- talk about baseball, I guess, or you know, the home run derby is starting to get announced. Yasiel Puig in the home run derby. Any? I mean, I'm loving that. You That'll know, be, be my yeah. pick. Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be fun. We'll do the. Uh, let's see if you can not pick all the worst four guys this year, and I could not pick all the f- first four best. That was so weird last year. I picked literally the the guys that did the you, four. You best. picked the top three, and I picked yeah. the bottom three. Jeez, Louise, that was not good. What are you doing over and there? By the, the way, you are eliminated from our you know our World Cup challenge. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that because I still have uh, Germany and Argentina. Well, at least until they play the game, you know. What and you're will just be hoping for the push. With I am all in with, Dutch. Although, you know, your team's already been eliminated before the final. So I'm really taking the Dutch. Um, what are you doing over there, though? I, oh, I saw you looking. I'm just getting hungry, dude. Yeah, oh. Let's check this out. I'm feeling kind of hungry. Do you like fruit? I love fruit. Yeah, I like that? grapes. I like, uh, this is like a close-up of the, like, the wrinkly skin oh, of like a raisin. It's a raisin, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And now watch if I just minimize it. Yeah. What the F? Prince Fielder's butt! You just Why look at you, his butt! Why would you... Why would you make me stare? You just said you were hungry and you were salivating over Prince Fielder's butt. Well, folks, uh, I think it's time to wrap up the show. I thought you said said you you didn't like that picture, but it appears you do. Oh my goodness! So uh, let's go ahead and wrap up the show with a little bit of contact information because mm-hmm. I do not want to look at Prince Fielder's butt anymore. Okay, but look, I have something else up here now. What's it? It's, it's just still, it's, it's still, just his butt again. That's right. What you, Why'd you look back? You knew that's what it was. I should have. I don't know what's wrong with me. In any case, you can contact uh, us on Twitter. You can contact me at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. You can contact the show at Ray Brent Podcast. You can also email us, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com, or check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. That's right. We also have to thank uh, for, Lots our, of people. for our music, intro music, Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to thank them. Love those guys. Good guys. Got to thank the train wrecks. Yeah. For our logo, Mr. Jordan Monsell. We've got to get Jordan Monsell on the show. We're still. getting him on the so show. Very still, soon. We got to get Jordan Monsell on the show. We got to get Matt Manser still on the I show. I tried to get Matt Manser, who won our you know March Madness challenge and still hasn't been on the show. He's he, Tuesday's not a good day for him sometimes, but we will get him on. Eventually. But we can get him. We don't always record on a Tuesday. Here's what I would ask those of you, all of our listeners out there who are in the Twitterverse, which I assume everyone is, tweet at Matt Manser. Demand he come on the Raisin Brent show. Let's see if we can publicly shame. The most introverted Why? comedian I know. Why? He wanted as a prize. He needs to come on. He knew the stakes when he came on. And it would maybe make him so uncomfortable he never speaks to us again or comes on the show. I think he already doesn't speak to you. He tries not to, but, yeah. uh, well, I won't let him get a word in edgewise. I don't know if you know. That's right. Every time he tries to talk, it will seem like he's not on the show when he's on, because we'll, we'll just cut him off every time we talk. It's my favorite thing with me talking with Matt Manser, and we're talking about Detroit sports, and he's a big Tigers fan, you know. That's really his big team, and I was talking about the Lions, and he looks at me and goes, I'm really not my big football fan. I just looked at him, and I just said, why not? I am. And that encapsulates me and Matt Manser's um, relationship. Wow. In a nutshell. In any case, we're still doing uh, thanks for the show. We're going to thank uh, Phil Ranton and the Comedy Podcast Network. Got to thank David Knoll for producing. Screw you, David. Well, that's not very nice. 
I meant that in a good way. Oh, okay then. So anybody you want to thank Brent? No, no, not really. But I, I do want to. I know. Uh, but I do want to. We you know we forgot to talk about, and uh, I'm a big fan of it. Is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship that happens every year on July 4th on Coney Island? Yes. I'm a big fan of that. I went there one year. Joey I went Chestnut. There one year when uh, Joey Ch- when it was Joey Chestnut won. But uh, it was the year that Kobayashi came back, and they ended up tying and having an eat-off. They had an eat-off. Yeah, that was amazing. Which sounds as terrible as it sounds. That's pretty crazy to go there. But anyway, eight years in a row, Joey Chestnut, Nathan's famous hot dog eating champion. But this year was really close, man. He was this young kid from uh, San Jose, California. Yes. Our neck of the woods, kind of. No, no Cal. He's in Ish. California. Ate 56 hot dogs. And he was ahead with like a minute and a half left, and all of a sudden... It was Joey time. You know what that guy needs to do? Needs to finish. Yep, needs to finish. Got to finish, yo. But he's a young kid. He'll get there. He beat him a couple times. But, that man, that was fun. And then he got engaged before. That was whatever. Well, uh, as I theorized. Uh, he's going to lose next year because he's, he's going to lose. Yoko Ono never should have dated Yoko. Yep. What was Joey Chestnut thinking? I don't know. But for right now, he's still the All-American hero, Ray. He's G.I. Joe? Yep. He ate G.I. Joe. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted. And then you run. Flawed